This is an excerpt from the full chapter, I Was Promised a Sex Slave, from my new book, Four Men. Don't stick your dick in a blender. How to meet a nice girl instead from a tantric husband with a better sex life than you. My friends and family who are a bit more progressive and liberal than I may revile my very politically incorrect notion of ownership of my woman. But is ownership really so bad? Ownership implies proper maintenance, protection, and care for the well-being of a thing. Ownership involves long-term thinking about an investment made. Everyone knows that rental cars and rented apartments get beat up and treated like crap by their drivers and occupants, while purchased cars and homes are cared for meticulously. The greater the investment made in a thing, the less likely the owner is to abuse or misuse it. Classic literature and every great spiritual text that describes love and romance do so in terms of carrying possession of one another. Great love songs that inspire us contain moving lyrics describing the joyful possession of one's beloved. In nearly every language on earth, husbands and wives, boyfriends and girlfriends express ownership with the term of endearment, my woman or my man. 1 Corinthians 7, 3 through 5 articulates this rather liberal idea of egalitarian ownership. The husband must fulfill his duty to his wife, and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, also, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Stop depriving one another, except by agreement for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer and come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Love is a voluntary seeding of ownership. It's an acknowledgement that interdependence is an improvement over independence and a rational selection of a partner to support oneself. Quite different than the chattel slave so often portrayed by Hollywood, I don't keep my sex slave locked in a cage. She chooses to do everything that she does for me. Here in the manosphere, the cynicism has reached unprecedented levels. Some of us have probably taken more red pills than we should. Perhaps you're thinking, okay, good for you, dude. You're getting a lot of good sex and have fallen in love. You've got one-itis. Just wait until she royally screws you. Some 
cynical commenters might say. There's no such thing as a traditional women. Eastern European women are materialistic whores. They just see you as a ticket to escape their shithole countries. Well, I'm sure that a lot are, and there's always a chance that my relationship may fail and I may be totally screwed. But compared to what? A relationship with an empowered American or Western woman is just about guaranteed to end disastrously. If I wanted to maximize hedonism and minimize risk, I could just go MGTOW and retreat into the boundless pixel pleasure world of video games and porn. I could forsake relationships with women and be one of these guys that saves up my money all year so I can spend a week or two as a sex tourist in Thailand, Colombia, or Ukraine. I could declare myself a player for life, but this is a foolhardy long-term plan that doesn't seem to work out well for many men. I've met sparingly few single men over age 45 who were cool, socially well-adjusted, and actually enjoying single life. The vast majority of single, middle-aged men I've met were increasingly kind of creepy, angry at the world, and cynical in a way that revealed profound loneliness. Every decision you make in life is a bet. If you want to do your biological duty, achieve genetic immortality by reproducing, and wake up every morning to a tender female form in your bed, you need to take a chance on a woman. The true divorce rate, even in the degenerate West, is about 45% of marriages. I find that encouraging because at least half of all men are idiots, lazy, and hopelessly naive about women. If you're willing to be proactive and smart about managing your relationship and you carefully select a woman, your chances of long-term happiness are good. The most recent research has found that, contrary to what Hollywood pop culture would have you believe, 75% of marriages are happy ones. Those aren't that bad of odds. About the book. Women are dangerous. Good, yet naive men routinely wreck their lives because they stick their dick in a blender, having sex with the wrong kinds of women. STDs, unplanned pregnancies, false accusations, mental health head cases, and divorce make chasing skirts a dangerous game. While lesser men retreat from the pursuit of women into the pixel-powered pleasure world, you have faith that your hunt for a virtuous woman will be fruitful. 
you can't take a time machine back to a more decent age to find a marriageable woman, you're not ready to give up on your genetic purpose and start banging sex robots. But you're tired of the transient, meaningless flings with mediocre women. You're likely underestimating just how risky sex, a relationship, or marriage is with the modern woman. But you're also underestimating just how rewarding it is to win the commitment of a nice girl, a truly feminine woman, not at war with the natural order, and intertwine your essence with hers. Don't stick your dick in a blender is an irreverent, politically incorrect exposition of the state of dating in the current year, and a playbook of counterintuitive approaches, advanced social dynamics, life hacks, along with filtering strategies for avoiding the time wasters and inglorious skanks. In these pages, you'll get the red pills on dating, sex, and the fairer sex without the hopelessness and cynicism. You'll learn about the four red flags of a blender, deal breakers that should make you back away slowly from a woman. You'll learn what qualifies as a virtuous woman who you might have a future with, and why there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic about finding love and even getting married one day. This book is also a story of hope and redemption, the memoir of a reformed pickup artist who enjoyed the decline all the way from America and Colombia to Ukraine and found edifying joy and meaning between the voluptuous legs of a beautiful Bulgarian woman on the edge of Europe. The book, an audiobook, will be available via the links below wherever you are listening to this on my website, limitlessmindset.com, and everywhere else that books and audiobooks are offered.